Hello, I am a Buddhist living in Tokyo. I would like to share with you the main points of the Buddhist scriptures. This podcast contains parables and simple expressions which represent the essence of the sutras he true teachings of the Shakyamuni Buddha, the founder of Buddhism. I sincerely hope that this podcast will provide you with guidance in your encountering of the awakened person in daily life and provides you with fresh answers to your life situations. Thursday, August 18, 2022. Autumn has arrived in Tokyo. A fresh breeze is blowing. This time, let us listen to auspiciousness. Mahayana Buddhism preaches this as the law of emptiness. There are causes for all human suffering, and there is a way by which they may be ended. Because everything in the world is the result of a vast concurrence of causes and conditions, and everything disappears as these causes and conditions change and pass away. Rain falls, winds blow, plants bloom, leaves mature and are blown away. These phenomena are all interrelated with causes and conditions, and are brought about by them, and disappear as the causes and conditions change. One is born through the conditions of parentage. His body is nourished by food, his spirit is nurtured by teaching and experience. Therefore, both flesh and spirit are related to conditions and are changed as conditions change. As a net is made up by a series of knots, so everything in this world is connected by a series of knots. If anyone thinks that the mesh of a net is an independent, isolated thing, he is mistaken. It is called a net because it is made up of a series of connected meshes, and each mesh has its place and responsibilities in relation to other meshes. Blossoms come about because of a series of conditions that lead up to their blooming. Leaves are blown away because a series of conditions led up to it. Blossoms do not appear independently, nor does a leaf fall of itself, out of its season. So everything has its coming forth and passing away, nothing can be independent without any change. It is the everlasting and unchanging rule of this world that everything is created by a series of causes and conditions and everything disappears by the same rule, everything changes, nothing remains constant. Where is the source of human grief, lamentation, pain and agony? Is it not to be found in the fact that people are generally desirous? They cling obstinately to lives of wealth and honor, comfort and pleasure, excitement and self-indulgence, ignorant of the fact that the desire for these very things is the source of human suffering. From its beginning, the world has been filled with a succession of calamities, over and above the unavoidable facts of illness, old age and death. But if one carefully considers all the facts, one must be convinced that at the basis of all suffering lies the principle of craving desire. If avarice can be removed, human suffering will come to an end. Ignorance is manifested in greed that fills the human mind. It comes from the fact that people are unaware of the true reason for the succession of things. From ignorance and greed there spring impure desires for things that are, in fact, unobtainable, but for which people restlessly and blindly search. Because of ignorance and greed, people imagine discriminations where, in reality, there are no discriminations. Inherently, there is no discrimination of right and wrong in human behavior. But people, because of ignorance, imagine such distinctions and judge them as right or wrong. Because of their ignorance, all people are always thinking wrong thoughts and always losing the right viewpoint and, clinging to their egos, they take wrong actions. 
As a result, they become attached to a delusive existence. Making the deeds the field for their egos, using the working of discrimination of the mind as seed, precluding the mind by ignorance, fertilizing it with the rain of craving desires, irrigating it by the willfulness of egotism, they add the conception of evil, and carry this incarnation of delusion about with them. In reality, therefore, it is their own mind that causes the delusions of grief, lamentation, pain and agony. This whole world of delusion is nothing but a shadow caused by the mind. And yet, it is also from this same mind that the world of enlightenment appears. In this world there are three wrong viewpoints. If one clings to these viewpoints, then all things in this world are but to be denied. First, some say that all human experience is based on destiny. Second, some hold that everything is created by God and controlled by His will. Third, some say that everything happens by chance without having any cause or condition. If all has been decided by destiny, both good deeds and evil deeds are predetermined, weal and woe are predestined, nothing would exist that has not been foreordained. Then all human plans and efforts for improvement and progress would be in vain and humanity would be without hope. The same is true of the other viewpoints, for, if everything in the last resort is in the hands of an unknowable God, or of blind chance, what hope has humanity except in submission? It is no wonder that people holding these conceptions lose hope and neglect efforts to act wisely and to avoid evil. In fact, these three conceptions or viewpoints are all wrong. Everything is a succession of appearances whose source is the accumulation of causes and conditions. There are causes for all human suffering, and there is a way by which they may be ended, because everything in the world is the result of a vast concurrence of causes and conditions, and everything disappears as these causes and conditions change and pass away. Rain falls, winds blow, plants bloom, leaves mature and are blown away. These phenomena are all interrelated with causes and conditions, and are brought about by them, and disappear as the causes and conditions change. One is born through the conditions of parentage. His body is nourished by food. His spirit is nurtured by teaching and experience. Therefore, both flesh and spirit are related to conditions and are changed as conditions change. As a net is made up by a series of knots, so everything in this world is connected by a series of knots. If anyone thinks that the mesh of a net is an independent, isolated thing, he is mistaken. It is called a net because it is made up of a series of connected meshes, and each mesh has its place and responsibilities in relation to other meshes. Blossoms come about because of a series of conditions that lead up to their blooming. Leaves are blown away because a series of conditions led up to it. Blossoms do not appear independently, nor does a leaf fall of itself, out of its season. So everything has its coming forth and passing away, nothing can be independent without any change. It is the everlasting and unchanging rule of this world that everything is created by a series of causes and conditions and everything disappears by the same rule, everything changes, nothing remains constant. Where is the source of human grief, lamentation, pain and agony? Is it not to be found in the fact that people are generally desirous? They cling obstinately to lives of wealth and honor, comfort and pleasure, excitement and self-indulgence, ignorant of the fact that the desire for these very things is the source of human suffering. From its beginning, the world has been filled with a succession of calamities, over and above the unavoidable facts of illness, old age and death. 
But if one carefully considers all the facts, one must be convinced that at the basis of all suffering lies the principle of craving desire. If avarice can be removed, human suffering will come to an end. Ignorance is manifested in greed that fills the human mind. It comes from the fact that people are unaware of the true reason for the succession of things. From ignorance and greed there spring impure desires for things that are, in fact, unobtainable, but for which people restlessly and blindly search. Because of ignorance and greed, people imagine discriminations where, in reality, there are no discriminations. Inherently, there is no discrimination of right and wrong in human behavior, but people, because of ignorance, imagine such distinctions and judge them as right or wrong. Because of their ignorance, all people are always thinking wrong thoughts and always losing the right viewpoint and, clinging to their egos, they take wrong actions. As a result, they become attached to a delusive existence. Making their deeds the field for their egos, using the working of discrimination of the mind as seed, beclouding the mind by ignorance, fertilizing it with the rain of craving desires, irrigating it by the willfulness of egotism, they add the conception of evil, and carry this incarnation of delusion about with them. In reality, therefore, it is their own mind that causes the delusions of grief, lamentation, pain and agony. This whole world of delusion is nothing but a shadow caused by the mind. And yet, it is also from this same mind that the world of enlightenment appears. In this world there are three wrong viewpoints. If one clings to these viewpoints, then all things in this world are but to be denied. First, some say that all human experience is based on destiny, second, some hold that everything is created by God and controlled by His will, third, some say that everything happens by chance without having any cause or condition. If all has been decided by destiny, both good deeds and evil deeds are predetermined, weal and woe are predestined, nothing would exist that has not been foreordained. Then all human plans and efforts for improvement and progress would be in vain and humanity would be without hope. The same is true of the other viewpoints, for, if everything in the last resort is in the hands of an unknowable God, or of blind chance, what hope has humanity except in submission? It is no wonder that people holding these conceptions lose hope and neglect efforts to act wisely and to avoid evil. In fact, these three conceptions or viewpoints are all wrong. Everything is a succession of appearances whose source is the accumulation of causes and conditions. There are causes for all human suffering, and there is a way by which they may be ended, because everything in the world is the result of a vast concurrence of causes and conditions, and everything disappears as these causes and conditions change and pass away. Rain falls, winds blow, plants bloom, leaves mature and are blown away. These phenomena are all interrelated with causes and conditions, and are brought about by them, and disappear as the causes and conditions change. One is born through the conditions of parentage. His body is nourished by food, his spirit is nurtured by teaching and experience. Therefore, both flesh and spirit are related to conditions and are changed as conditions change. As a net is made up by a series of knots, so everything in this world is connected by a series of knots. If anyone thinks that the mesh of a net is an independent, isolated thing, he is mistaken. It is called a net because it is made up of a series of connected meshes, and each mesh has its place and responsibilities in relation to other meshes. Blossoms come about because of a series of conditions that lead up to their blooming. Leaves are blown away because a series of conditions led up to it. Blossoms do not appear independently, nor does a leaf fall of itself, out of its season. So everything has its coming forth and passing away, nothing can be independent without any change. 
It is the everlasting and unchanging rule of this world that everything is created by a series of causes and conditions and everything disappears by the same rule, everything changes, nothing remains constant. Where is the source of human grief, lamentation, pain and agony? Is it not to be found in the fact that people are generally desirous? They cling obstinately to lives of wealth and honor, comfort and pleasure, excitement and self-indulgence, ignorant of the fact that the desire for these very things is the source of human suffering. From its beginning, the world has been filled with a succession of calamities, over and above the unavoidable facts of illness, old age and death. But if one carefully considers all the facts, one must be convinced that at the basis of all suffering lies the principle of craving desire. If avarice can be removed, human suffering will come to an end. Ignorance is manifested in greed that fills the human mind. It comes from the fact that people are unaware of the true reason for the succession of things. From ignorance and greed there spring impure desires for things that are, in fact, unobtainable, but for which people restlessly and blindly search. Because of ignorance and greed, people imagine discriminations where, in reality, there are no discriminations. Inherently, there is no discrimination of right and wrong in human behavior, but people, because of ignorance, imagine such distinctions and judge them as right or wrong. Because of their ignorance, all people are always thinking wrong thoughts and always losing the right viewpoint and, clinging to their egos, they take wrong actions. As a result, they become attached to a delusive existence, making their deeds the field for their egos, using the working of discrimination of the mind as seed, beclouding the mind by ignorance, fertilizing it with the rain of craving desires, irrigating it by the willfulness of egotism, they add the conception of evil, and carry this incarnation of delusion about with them. In reality, therefore, it is their own mind that causes the delusions of grief, lamentation, pain and agony. This whole world of delusion is nothing but a shadow caused by the mind. And yet, it is also from the same mind that the world of enlightenment appears. In this world there are three wrong viewpoints. If one clings to these viewpoints, then all things in this world are but to be denied. First, some say that all human experience is based on destiny, second, some hold that everything is created by God and controlled by His will, third, some say that everything happens by chance without having any cause or condition. If all has been decided by destiny, both good deeds and evil deeds are predetermined, weal and woe are predestined, nothing would exist that has not been foreordained. Then all human plans and efforts for improvement and progress would be in vain and humanity would be without hope. The same is true of the other viewpoints, for, if everything in the last resort is in the hands of an unknowable God, or a blind chance, what hope has humanity except in submission? It is no wonder that people holding these conceptions lose hope and neglect efforts to act wisely and to avoid evil. In fact, these three conceptions or viewpoints are all wrong, everything is a succession of appearances whose source is the accumulation of causes and conditions. The awakened person's wisdom is as broad as the ocean and his spirit is full of great compassion. There is a significant pledge called the Three Treasures that is recited by Buddhists all over the world. I take refuge in the Buddha. I take refuge in the Dharma. I take refuge in the Sangha. Buddha, awakened person, Shakyamuni is the historical figure of Buddha, however the heart of Buddha has been provided to us as the truth today. This inner heart is recalled by the Buddha statue which is the embodiment of the teachings of Buddha. Dharma, the wisdom that Shakyamuni has awakened. The Dharma means the teaching that the Buddha taught. Its contents can be heard as your inner truth, which is recalled by the written teachings described in the sutras. Sangha, those who strive to awaken to wisdom. 
The Sangha originally meant a group of disciples which assembled around Shakyamuni. This is the group of those who possess a beautiful heart and practice the truth based on the Dharma that Buddha taught. To believe in the three treasures, composed of Buddha, teachings and sacred friends is to let your narrow heart spread toward the vast world of truth which transcends all comprehension. This passage from the podcast was excerpted and edited from Teachings of the Buddha, published by Bukkyo Dendo Kyokai. The name means Buddhist Missionary Association, in Japanese, and has an office in Minato-ku, Tokyo. You will have access to Buddhist scriptures translated into languages from around the world. Next time we will listen to, Impermanence and Egolessness together. Goodbye. See you later.